Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! I mean, the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, welcome to Beer with Animation Fascination, where four geeks geek out in the Vactorverse. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my co-host of Beer with Geeks, Frank. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing great, but there's somebody else here. There's a couple other somebody else's here. A couple of somebody else's. Uh, we also have with us uh, Mark Vibbert from Animation Fascination. Mark, how are you today? Good. How are you guys? Oh, very good. Very good. And we have... Uh, we have with us, of course, Vactor from the Vactorverse. How are you today, Vactor? I'm doing very well. Look up in the sky. It's a bad internet connection. That's why my video is not there. Sorry. It's to maintain your secret identity. Oh, yeah, that too. That's right. Yeah. I'm impressed <laughs> see internet connection in the sky. It's like you have super eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I have Wi-Fi vision. I can see. Wi-Fi wi vision. vision. <laughs> mm. Just think of Superman with Lex Luthor being like. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well all the time you normally have wi-fi vision but today you have 5g vision yes that's a hundred percent accurate but not dc 5g 5 vision Ooh. <laughs> oh or does he because we're talking <laughs> we are here on a three-way crossover with beer with geeks animation fascination and the vector verse to talk my adventures with superman yeah, uh, which is yes. the newest the newest WB animation outing, the newest Superman animated project. Before we do that on Beer with Geeks, it is tradition that we have a beverage with our podcasting. So let's start with Factor. What are you drinking today? Well, keep in mind, I no knew... one can see you, so you can <laughs> tell us anything. I've got the largest <laughs> glass of root beer you've ever seen. I, I can actually take a bath in this glass of root beer. But actually, you I know, my wife... that You will be sticky at the end. The <laughs> that's a, that's 100%. opposite of what a bath intends to have. <laughs> <laughs> my wife recently got, for the first time I saw this, uh, sparkling... So Topo Chico is one of our favorite sparkling waters. She got a hard version of Topo Chico. So it's got alcohol in it. I didn't know this existed. So I, I might be, let's just say I'm drinking that. Sure. You're drinking that. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Mark, what are you drinking today? Well, speaking of hard beverages that are normally soft beverages, uh, I, I am drinking the hard Mountain Dew, just regular hard Mountain nice. Dew, zero sugar. So, so a little ASMR. Nice. There you go. That's good. It's a good one. I was actually. I've never. I. I have yet to venture into the. It's soda, but alcohol in one can. Oh. Um, so I did just get Jameson with lime. No, Jameson with lemon. Like 
carbonated in a can. So, but I haven't tried it yet. But uh, how was that, Mark? Nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I've I've they have like a few different flavors. Uh, like they have the Baja Blast version of it, um, and then they have like some flavors that are only like the hard Mountain Dew variations. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a melon one that's it's not specifically like the watermelon one that's regular, and I think they have like a cherry one that's slightly different than what Code Red would be too. So nice. yeah, they're pretty good. Nice, nice. And Frank, my co-host of Beer with Geeks, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking a spiked soda cola. No, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm enjoying a a summer classic, a Sam Adams summer ale. Uh, they're good old citrus wheat ale. Every every bit as good as it as it ever was. Mm, indeed, indeed. Um, I'm drinking something from Frank's uh neck of the woods sort of uh, something he's had before i'm drinking something from notch brewing company i am drinking their salem lager whoa which is very good um it's a it's a very nice summer lager bavarian um bavarian style like just really smooth um exactly what you want on a 90 degree day yeah which is brew which i mean really what you should be drinking on a 90 degree day is water but i'm inside so uh, I'm having I'm having a Salem lager. There you go. Nice. Yes, yeah. from my old stomping grounds. Indeed, I used, to, I used to live right there in Salem, and I used to hop over to Notch all the time. Mm-hmm. We went once, I think. I think we did go once together. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because you and I are pals, just much like Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen are. Yes, pals. that um, is correct. Aren't we all pals here? Now I'm not really yeah. the lead host of this three way crossover, so somebody else start talking. Like somebody else take over. Like, 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 guys, I'm tired. Vector, you go. I am like in charge all of a sudden. (laughs) Anyway, no, we all we all watched the first two episodes of my uh, adventures with Superman. We are here to talk about what we thought. So let's kind of go. Let's go around round round robin. What did give you know? What did we our non spoiler thoughts right first, and then um, and then we can dive into spoilers for the first two episodes. Does that sound good with everybody? Perfect. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Mark, you start us off. Yeah. So, uh, and then if anyone ever, ever hasn't listened to Animation Fascination before, basically my show is focused on animation. It's their name. Um, and then <laughs> Sylvie's wanted, wanted to come in here too. Uh, and <laughs> each week we just focus like on a different aspect of animation, whether it's a TV show or, or movie to geek out about. So, uh, like I, the first thing that stuck out to me about this show, uh, at least from the trailers, uh, was the animation style in it where it's kind of got the anime style to it and the animation uh, studio at least that did like the animation services for it is studio mirror uh, so if anyone's watched uh, like volume two of star wars visions recently yeah they did the uh, journey to Darkhead episode of that so if you look uh... at both of those you can kind of see the similarity of the styles there uh, they did do some work on like legend of Korra as well too so they if yeah if you look them up they've done like a whole bunch of variations of different stuff so like my 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 overall takeaway of this is i liked kind of like the new uh, takes that they were they were doing with uh all of the characters in here whereas uh a little bit different but also the same from what we met or no whereas uh changing a little bit of of like clark slash Kal-El's origins and I kind of like um like what they're doing with like piecemealing uh like the kind of 
flashbacks with him too, at least within mm-hmm. like these first episodes, which seems like it might be a thing that carries through the the rest of the season. But overall, I like the vibe right. of like the show, the humor, and the style. So that's that's my brief kind of overall yeah. think about it. So I will popcorn it over to to Bacter and his uh, his box there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, again, apologies, you can't see me, but I am grinning from ear to ear because this is exactly, if if anyone knows me, this fulfills, this checks every box in the Vector wheelhouse. It's fantastic animation. It's Superman. It's superheroes. It's great voice acting. It's a fantastic story, and it is fun, and that is what I want from my DC heroes. I want them to be fun. I don't want it to be dark and and brooding and everyone hates life and it's always raining. I want it to be sunny in Metropolis. I want to get that feeling that we all had watching Smallville for the very first time. And I think we would not be friends if it was not for Superman and for Smallville. So I think this show just encapsulates everything that I love in life pretty much. So I was the entire time from two seconds in i texted frank and tim i said this i love this show this is amazing this is fantastic actually i I text mark a little bit after that and i said like i like i love this show i knew i was gonna love it and i was right so i no spoilers but i i loved everything about this my adventures with superman i can't wait to hear the the guy who hosts the greatest Smallville podcast of all time. Save me, Frank Ramblings. What did you think about my adventures with Superman? No pressure. Wow. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I didn't realize you were two seconds in when you texted us that, by the way. But oh, I, yeah. I love <laughs> I love knowing that because like, yeah. it is like a quintessential Superman. It very yes. much, these first two episodes very much gave me the same feeling that I had when I was like, I don't know, six or seven years old watching mm, Superman, yes. the animated series yes, premiere yes, for totally. the first time. Yes, like yes. it gave me the same, the same spark. It is yes. so fun. It is yes. so true to each of the characters and it's such a fun, fresh take. Uh, yes. The, the place in their careers that they are at and the, uh, the sort of uh, the the place, yeah, that we're starting from with with all of our our main characters at the Daily Planet, uh, so fun. Yes. I am such a huge fan right out the gate. Yeah, and I agree with all three of you, especially the like feeling that I got watching it. Like I was yes. giddy. Like I think I was yes. actually giddy yes. watching it. Yeah, and right from the bat, even when he was just a kid in Smallville, like yes. early on. In that, like mm-hmm. I think I almost texted everyone like early and i was like this show is amazing i was like wait no wait, <laughs> because it might derail and it only right. ran it just got better as it went on yes. especially when i started figuring out that i was like oh you're actually really playing into the dcu and not just like doing some rando like character of the week things they were like right. all of a sudden i was like oh we, were, we we met a lot of dc characters without yes really mentioning it like it wants the audience to figure it out or go along for the ride for first time and so and i loved that uh about it but really it is to reiterate what you all said it is like truly joyful 
uh, yes. a truly joyful show. Like, and and there is conflict, right? And like yeah. that's important, but there's internal conflict and there's external conflict. And like we've talked about this on Beer with Geeks a lot, but there's like four things that like drive like stories, like four mm-hmm. four main things, like the um uh, uh well now I can't now I can't remember <laughs> now I can't remember what they are. Um well first comes love, then comes marriage, <laughs> then comes comes Bah. I'm so terrible. It's definitely the summer because, like, normally this is the stuff that is just like teach your brain shut. And that, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so like, what they they have uh, they have a need, a want, uh, a ghost, and uh, something else. MacGuffin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a. Uh, so like the 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 want is like so if it's Clark he's like I want to go to the Daily Planet and like mm. be a reporter right right and so but the the need is him to uh is for him to like be with Lois or right. to like be a part of himself or something like that uh and then the uh my gosh need want uh, I got to use my one look up on Beer with Geeks. We have one. <laughs> yes, we have a we have a proud tradition on Beer with Geeks of only allowing uh, each person wow. one chance to to <laughs> Google something uh, just to keep it as conversational early. as possible. Right. So, like his Clark's need is to, or his want is to work at the Daily Planet. His need, which is like something the character doesn't know about, like their their subconscious desire, is to like know himself, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a lie, the lie he tells himself, the lie that he is normal, right? That he can live a normal life. And then his ghost is something that is haunted by. And that haunt is the spaceship under his parents' farm, mm. right? And so, like, right. all of those were present in the first two episodes. And I was like, it's, so, and they, every character has one. It tells you right yes. away, like our three, our right. trio of Lois, Jimmy, and Clark. And so I just was, even, even the villain has one. Like, uh, who I will not speak of right now because it is spoiler ish, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just it's like so it's really well written and I just uh, yes. I loved it all. But let's say spoilers from here on out, everybody, yes, right? yes, okay, five, four, three, spoiler. At what point did everybody realize they were watching a story about Livewire, and then at what point did everyone realize they were watching Deathstroke? Aha, <laughs> Deathstroke, I didn't find that out until afterwards and i saw who was doing the voice and then i saw the uh i saw it was chris parnell which right. he was doing a voice that was much higher register than he normally does so normally i pick out chris parnell right away i've i've seen him in um hotel transylvania and archer he's one of my favorite like comedic actors but mm-hmm. i had no idea that he was deathstroke until the credits until seeing his name in the credits livewire i kind of figured because i was like there's kind of like some electricity and like there's a tradition of obviously Livewire started in the Superman animated series and then transferred over to the comics. So I was kind of like, oh, maybe they're going with that tradition of the animated ties. And so I had a feeling it was Livewire, but I didn't have a confirmation until after. Again, I looked. I'm one of those guys that as soon as it's over, I look up every single voice actor because mm-hmm. um, normally I like to guess everyone. And my wife was like, how do you know all these people? This one, I, I actually had to look up um, the most of the voice talents. But I I was very happy when I saw who they were playing in the uh, credits. 
me as well. Me as well. And I got to say, speaking of voice actors and uh, credits, I already knew Jack Quaid was Superman, mm-hmm. Clark Kent, Kal-El. But what Tim was saying about the feeling of this show is perfect. I think Jack Quaid is perfect casting because his voice and you just his personality, I think, is so fun. And I if anyone is a fan of Lower Decks, um, his character Boimler on there is hilarious and just like you want to be his best friend and it's it that transfers over here to Superman. Like I, I want Clark and Superman to win, as I always do, but because of Jack Quaid's kind of personality and his infectious joy that he has in his voice, it's like that he he brings a very relatable element to it and he's not like a big booming hello like clark is not like superman like he's hey guys like he's he feels like he's your friend and that's i think everybody has said it here that leads to this fresh take on it like we haven't seen this take before and it's also perfect it also fits right in it's like it fits like a glove it's like oh he should have been superman this whole time like we should have had him earlier um, so I, I I think that goes without saying for all of the cast, like everyone had a great role to play and everyone's playing their part in these first two episodes, at least everyone is, is just going into their roles and fit, filling in their slots just perfectly. So I got to say kudos to the casting director because it was inspired casting to have Jack Quaid because that's one of those things like if you said that to me two years ago. Hey, you know that guy that's on the boys and he was a bad guy in Scream? Yeah, he should be Superman. I would not have told you you were a sane person. But now, after seeing this, I'm like, yes, he was perfect and he fit all along. So I like I said, I just gotta give kudos to the casting director. Yeah, actually, you said something the the casting director, especially because like I find I'm very critical of voices not matching the bodies mm, of animated mm. characters like mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. it really takes me out of a project when like the like that shouldn't be what that person right. sounds like it just, right. it just <laughs> they are not compatible yes. at yes. all i did not find that at all in this show mm. but i didn't even know it was chris parnell as slave right. which i right. i write and so yes like you said before i had to look you had to look it up yep i felt like everybody was their character was yes, body yes, type, was yes. their movement and that's really hard to accomplish and i really haven't felt like this com- comfortable watching a dc animated project since andrea romano retired mm, I, yes like, yes like everybody just worked and it worked so so well maybe maybe not since andrea romano like everyone on harley quinn is great too but like <laughs> yes yes yeah yes, but yes. that's like that's comedy so like it it like yes. it can be off if and that's okay go ahead mm-hmm. Frank. i feel like it is in the sort of in the tradition of andrea romano though like it, it gave me those uh, sort of yeah. vibes right um actually from the very first frame of the show um yes. it was very like this is a warner brothers show like mm-hmm. like and mm-hmm. i mean that literally like the wb animation logo like just makes me smile you know like it, it's yeah. so it's so like seeing that from the very out from the get-go there is a certain feel that warner brothers shows have even though this was you know i i, I under a different studio made this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the way it's being distributed obviously right like it right. still has that warner brothers sensibility to it and andrea romano was a big 
driver of that sensibility and animation yes. for the longest yes. time. And this very much feels inspired by a lot of that work. Yes. How, how did everyone feel about it? Like, as because you you all come from different backgrounds of liking anime, being passive towards anime, yes. you know, like whatever. Like, how does everyone feel about it being like a truly like anime Superman show? Because when it was first announced, I'm not a huge anime fan, so I was kind of like, yeah, uh, we, we, we'll see. But I was, I would truthfully, I was blown away by what I was watching because I don't. It didn't like, not that it wasn't true anime, but it was mm -hmm. like. I found like Avatar is is more anime than my adventures with Superman. This just mm -hmm. happened. Like the biggest vibe I got from it is that Metropolis kind of feels like Tokyo in anime. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has that like kind of light, airy, sunny quietness that a lot of anime has when it right, right. Cities. Well, um, yeah. I I I'll take the lead on this one because I feel like I so I am part Japanese. I lived in Japan. I have a a huge love of anime and i think this fits in perfectly into that genre and i i saw some talk online of of you know people kind of trying to push away from that and i'm i'm trying to embrace it i think this is this falls right in line with all of the classic anime tropes even to the point of if anyone um is familiar with sailor moon that is an anime that there's a transition when she becomes superpowered. And his first time getting the suit was a straight up Sailor Moon transformation. And I was like, yes, this is fantastic. Like, this is not a way we've seen this before in super. Like, we all have this history with the character. And this is just something that we have not seen before with Superman. So I love that whoever made that initial decision to say you know what let's do superman with an anime twist or an anime spin i think we also have to give whoever that was credit as well as the casting director because it fits perfectly and there's there's been kind of dabblings before with superheroes and anime like marvel had in the in the late 90s early 2000s they had like an x-men anime and there's there's been a, a couple of dipping the toes in the water but i think this might be the most full-on expression of a superhero character as anime and not like a fan you know thing where somebody's drawing harley quinn in an anime style or something like that like this feels to me like it it could have been dubbed into japanese and i would have like if you showed it to me in japanese the first time I would have been like, oh, yeah, this is an anime. This is not American made. So I, I think they, they get all the kudos for that choice and that decision because it all of those things, like I said, all the anime tropes and the things like the, the eyes getting small and like having these exaggerated emotions, uh -huh. and, ah, like all of those things fit perfectly. Nothing was out of place to me of, oh, that's this is an animated project I'm watching. And like, this shouldn't have been that way. They shouldn't have had the, the lines above his head, you know, like, Oh, he's worried or he's sweating or whatever. Like all of that stuff fit in perfectly. And it made me think, why haven't I seen this before? So mm. I just think it was a big win on that side of it. And I want to see more superhero projects in this kind of anime style. Mm -hmm. 
one one of the things because uh, you brought up the suit, I was thinking about was uh, when that happened when it kind of just like materialized on him. Uh-huh. I was wondering. I was like, oh, okay, so they're gonna go like that route on it, where it's just kind of like this different way with how he got the suit. But then I liked when he shows back up at home, uh, where his, his mom's like, well, I have some ideas, and then yes. she, so she she adds like the trunks to it and the, yes, the belt, and yes. she like makes some other modifications. So I like that she still had a like hand in kind of like like modifying what his suit ended up being yes uh and like some of like the other stuff that that we've been talking about in here too with like between a little bit between like um, clark and lois too i saw that the uh like the showrunners they're really playing off of like the interplay between uh, like christopher reeve and margot kidder within mm. the 1978 film mm. to kind of try to replicate that a little bit or have it have like the same kind of feel between like this version of Clark and Lois in that. Right. And I I liked in I don't remember if it was the first part or the second part, but like how like they even like showed like just because Clark like likes Lois in it that he wasn't just gonna give her a pass for like lying about certain stuff. Mm. How like how he actually like had like a moral ob- like objection to like mm. her like telling him that lie to it. And right. So I liked I like what they're like playing around in here with this as far as like doing slight tweaks to some of the stuff in here too um and you said that that you looked up the cast after mm-hmm. i did that too and i now i kind of wish i had it because i saw like a full list of oh uh, yeah cast. what's coming so, next yeah, yeah so I'm, i won't say who, who else yeah. in case nobody else did but yeah, that, that. Uh, yeah yeah that, that made uh it, it made me excited for uh for some other stuff that's yes. uh, coming yeah just tom cruise just was a off. surprise though tom cruise <laughs> yeah. was a total surprise <laughs> yeah, yeah uh what was like some of the stuff you guys liked the most as far as like st- stuff that's not like what they like when you think uh, Superman or like Clark or uh, like the stories for that, that or they kind of went slightly more like in like, I guess, like the anime direction or uh, what did you guys like most about some of that stuff that kind of stood out to you? I I really liked the way that they handled like I love that they made uh, some subtle changes to, to Clark's uh story that still yes. fit his overall journey like i yes. love the way that he uh is afraid when he sees the spaceship like the right. the seeing jor-el and, and all of that freaks him out and he like reburies it he's like nope not yet not ready right. for this right now can't right. handle this right. i actually kind of like that as a as a different take because like you know we already know when we see that we already know that he's that he gets there that he right. he comes to terms with it so like um I'm. I mean, the show's called My Adventure. Anyway, uh, it's. <laughs> I just. I. I love that. 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 The way that they. That they approached that. I loved. Um. That the. We're very used to Jor-El being a hologram. I've never seen like the fortress itself be a hologram, which mm. is basically what we got. Uh, right. And I kind of dug that as like a new direction and a new spin on that because he can still be anywhere and be like at the fortress. I, to right. add to that, we have not seen Clark unable to communicate with Jor-El. Yes. Um, yes. I was going to mention that. Yes. Yeah, like speaking presumably Kryptonian. Yeah. Right. Kryptonese. But what I found interesting is that when like he's like, I, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, who are you to me or whatever? And, but and, and Jor-El says filio, which is Latin for son. So I was like, wait. I was really paying oh. attention. Was he speaking Latin? <laughs> Where, what, did he like get wrong information about sending Clark? And he's like, 
I would have probably recognized the Latin, but mm-hmm. like it's interesting that like how like it why that was an interesting. I mean, I don't know why the that's the direction they went with, but like that's a known word, like yes. right, from another pretty famous language. So like I I wonder where that's going. That Same. Would be. Yeah, there there must be some story that they're gonna tell because I was thinking, oh, it's just gonna get. It translated he's going to download something into his brain and that's going to translate the entire language he's going to touch a crystal and then he's going to know everything so i kept waiting they, for that yeah the fact that they didn't do that is very interesting to me that there's going to be another story to tell um in that regard so i'm i'm with you guys it's very much this i think modernization maybe mm. and changing it but still making it familiar to us as Superman fans, but then also accessible to new fans, which I was also going to mention. I think this is like a perfect thing to show somebody who's never seen Superman before, because up to this point, I was, I've been thinking about this for years because like I said, we all have this love for the character, but for the past decade, I would say Superman really hasn't been that approachable for new readers new listeners new viewers the the biggest thing we've had is henry cavill that's been the mainstream version of superman that's been out there for the most part because there's not like a huge i'm thinking of spider-man with like okay not only do you have the mcu but you've also got these massive spider-man video games on playstation that people are experiencing and um there is superman and lois right yeah right 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 I don't think that is as big. Like if you think of like us, we all are Superman fans already. We're already in the pocket for Superman and the CW. I I would say CW has a big kind of influence in the popular culture of the Arrowverse and people Smallville, like I said, going back to that. But the, I think like people I talk to at work, let's say their knowledge of Superman starts and ends with henry cavill at this point like it used to be christopher Reeve. now it's it's henry cavill and when i try to get like let's say for example like my wife's sister who doesn't read comic books doesn't know too much about it but she's interested like whenever she comes over she'll watch an animated movie with us and i want to show her something of superman really the only thing i've been able to show her is all-star superman up to this point the animated all-star superman and this, like, this is what I've been looking for to introduce new people to Superman in a fun way. You understand the character. This is why we all love him. And it's not, oh, he's boring. He's got too many. He's overpowered. He's a Boy Scout. You know, all this stuff. Whereas Captain uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers is almost the exact same, but because of uh, Chris Evans' portrayal in the MCU. Hey, everybody loves Steve Rogers. Everybody loves Captain America. With Superman, I find talking to people who are not us, who are not in the Superman fan club, it's hard to get them to be like, hey, why do you like Superman? And so I think this is a show I can be like, here, this is why. He's, look at him. He's cool. This guy's, this, he's relatable. He's, he's Superman. So I I love that this show is now going to fulfill that need for me of, hey, what can I recommend to people of Superman? 
and it, it not be necessarily a comic book because Tim, we can go into the the current stuff that's coming out with Superman is fantastic. The awesome. current Superman so comics mm-hmm. are amazing. But for people who are not reading the comics, this is what I'm going to show them. Adventures of Superman, my adventures of Superman. This is what you want to be watching right now. Yeah, it gave me huge Lois and Clark vibes. Yes, like, it yes, has yes. that like you know we're interested in the relationship between Lois and Clark and Superman. Yes. Also, is there right? Like, yeah, yeah, which right. I I really appreciate because frank and i say this all the time our favorite superhero stories are ones where they're just talking um and yeah. not fighting and, and like not right. that that's what the show was the whole time but it's like very interested in the human relationship yeah that's right, right. it's very interested in the conversation one thing we have not talked about yet that i really want to get out there is uh superman definitely going blue Ooh, at yes. some point, right because this is yes. like his like super like you know his super move like, yes, gonna power up so much. She's yes. gonna come this, and I'm, and it's very animated, like very animated, right? Totally. Oh, yes. It reminds it from, reminds me hardcore of like Digimon because I was a big Digimon. Yes. Yeah. Up yes. Like, yes, yes, yes. I powered up, and now I'm a giant yes. angel. And you're like, yes. Yes, do it, yeah. So right. that's very, another, yeah. That's just another of those like Blue Superman. For those of you who are just listening on audio, <laughs> without like any reference to yes. what I'm talking about, so. Thank you for this pop, by the way, Factor. It's yes. handy. Yes. Um, I even from the opening, like the Clark in Smallville when he's a little kid and he saves that car from crashing into the tree, his eyes turn blue and it's like, oh, his power is being activated. And that is we haven't seen that before. That's not like I said, that's kind of like a modernization or this. This is what Superman in 2023 is. And yeah. I just like it's it's good to see a fresh take on something that you've lived with for your entire life. And you're this is why this character is, you know, has lasted for this long and is gonna continue to last past all of us. We are all gonna be six feet under, and Superman is still gonna be going strong. And that's the reason is just like with Batman the character adapts and this is people taking the story and we're seeing this, I think with Spider-Man too, with the cross the Spider-Verse and a lot of stuff that's coming out now is modern storytellers are taking these characters and they're so moldable and, and pliable and flexible that they can fit into any story that you tell. And then just that core being of who Superman is, who Lois Lane is, who Jimmy Olsen is, it still works. It worked in the 40s and it works in the 2020s. So I think like everything about this show is hitting for me. Like, mm. like you said, the relationships, that the fact that it is my adventures with Superman. And I think we're gonna get a focus on the Jimmy Olsen relationship to Superman, the 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 Clark relationship to Superman, and the Lois relationship. Like it's everybody's adventures with superman and that's just a unique take from the ground up that we haven't seen before i think so that's just again i think the core strength of this show is that it's doing something new but it's also tapping into our love of this character and our love of superman so it's hitting both of those audiences the the old timers and the new time the youngsters as well and kind of with speaking of strength that was one of the things that i liked 
that they were they did a little bit in this episode too was another way to kind of make him relatable and it kind of to play off of like the the clumsiness version of Clark, but mm -hmm. to like him not like knowing his own strength many of the times or like he yes yes like breaks the faucet breaks his shoes in half right pulls like the handle off so I, I liked them just playing around with stuff like that just to work in a little bit more like relatable stuff of like he like still doesn't fully know how to use all of these abilities yet and he's like still very early on with it so right. I, I i liked that whole element how they kind of weaved that through these first two episodes and to go off of that too i liked actually the the parallel between like clark breaking his alarm clock and lois like hitting hers as hard yes. as she could yes not yeah. breaking like it going the, the the back and forth between them because it like unifies them in their in their separateness like it's right. like really really strong storytelling like you learn so much about all three of them in such a short amount of time like there's not a wasted second or a wasted line of dialogue there's so much great word economy and story economy here like i learned a lot more about jimmy in this like <laughs> in these like 25 minute episodes than i like do for like most of jimmy's like comic book origin right right, right. Mm -hmm. like and mm -hmm. i love that like conspiracy theory like it's the aliens like i yes, yes. Love that is yes. and i love that he's already best friends with clark i just like that right like it's like i'm weak weirdly friends with superman it's like i'm friends with clark who happens to be superman that's how yes superman that's right. that's much better for me yeah man there's just so much great things and actually i should mention i, I was talking about how the superheroes have dipped their toes in the anime format also got to give credit to teen titans go because that number one that show has been going on for years there's so many episodes and they've done an anime style like a comedy anime and and beast boy will shrink and get you know little and and he'll change proportions and then all of a sudden okay now he's back to normal again so they've been playing around with that anime format for years um so if you're going for DC and you like anime stuff, Teen Titans Go, uh, on top of being just a funny, great show, that has a lot of anime influence in it as well. Mm -hmm. I and like I was Teen actually, Titans. Mark, you were talking about... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say Teen Titans Go is great. Like, you're totally yes. right. Yeah. Um, top notch. Mark, you were... Yeah, I love Teen Titans Go. Um, Mark, you were talking about um, this take on Superman in... I was listening to a, a podcast or an interview with the showrunners and they were saying that struggling with his strength and kind of getting used to his footing is going to be a, a, a recurring theme throughout this whole first season. And this really is kind of like Superman year one. Like he is not established as Superman yet. And I think that's also going to help to, to make it more relatable and like I said, the people who, oh, he's too overpowered, blah, blah, blah. This is a young Clark. This is, I think, this take on uh, Clark learning to use his powers. And he's not kingdom come Superman. He hasn't been, you know, Superman for 20, 30 years or whatever. And he does not have experience. So we're going to have fun. I think this whole first season, him discovering all these new enemies and him discovering his power and how to use that. Uh, power so uh, yeah it's just it's gonna be a fun ride boys 
Yeah. yeah. One last thing before we, uh, right. I think we'll, our final thoughts on uh, for everybody as we as we wrap up here. I just want to say, yeah. super cleaned up at the end of a fight. Like he oh. wouldn't like well, that was enough. He was like, I'm gonna put all the cars back and I'm gonna right. fix the concrete. And I'm gonna do this, and I was like, yes, this is what I want. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Like, yes, you demolish the city, but then you fix it afterward. Yes, and nobody got hurt. Like I just, I was. Uh, like I was already sold, but that just like <laughs> I bought it again. Like that was I needed yes. to. Like that so, was perfect. I, yeah, it was perfect. Perfect. Mark, go ahead. What were you gonna <laughs> yeah. say? Oh, I was just gonna say like kind of like what Vector was saying with uh, like how some people talk about like not being able to make Superman relatable. Is it seems like they'll 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 use this kind of like as a theme through the season because they've already kind of used it a little bit. But with it is easy you can do that because if you can basically just play off of like his sense of like loneliness, because even though yes. he's like got all of the strength and do all of this stuff, he's really, that also kind of boxes him in too. And it can't like really like share all of that with anybody else and still feels very lonely for that. Cause again, he's well, he's supposed to be like the last of his kind too. So, and, I, and anybody can feel that kind of sense of loneliness. So I think that's, I like, at some of the angles that they're coming at within here. And I'm hoping that they kind of play with that a little bit more throughout the, I don't know how many episodes the season's supposed to be, but however uh, many 10. episodes, 10. Okay. Yeah. So however many um, they end up doing with it, I, I think it'll be cool to see what they end up doing with that theme. Yeah. And they already got, um, as we were talking about before our podcast, before this recording, they've already been greenlit for season two. So we already know we're getting two seasons of this. Um, so like I said, we're I think we're in for a fantastic ride um, all throughout seasons one and two. And I can't wait to see what they do with it. Yeah. Frank, your final thoughts. I'm so glad this show is here. I'm so glad yeah. that we get another 18 episodes of it at least. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I, I'm... I'm so excited. Uh, you know what you were what you were just saying uh, about the way that uh, that 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 this that they bring these characters to life, like uh, and and that they're able to like you can you can tell good Superman stories. Like there, yes. I, I I think it's for every good Superman story that we that we get we get to see whether it's in comics or on the big screen or on the small screen or wherever uh animation live action whatever format the more good good stories we get uh the more that puts the lie to that that uh that old uh crutch of an excuse that like oh it's right. just you know all the good superman stories have been told or or, or he's really not like a, a good character to tell stories with um right i i think that that it i think that the right imaginations can can tell really good superman stories and they're they're out there and they're doing it and they're making good Superman stuff. And I'm so excited whenever I get yes. to experience a new one come to us like this one did. And like I said, it gave me the same feeling that I had in like 1996 or 97, whenever Superman, the animated series launched. Uh, and, and it's, I, that's a very good feeling to have. You nice. can't see me, but I'm pumping my fist right now. All right. Well, that's it for our three-way crossover. Uh, Mark, where can the people find you? Uh, people can find me at um, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook for animation fashion animation. Yeah, I picked an easy name. Animation fascination <laughs> uh, uh, at animation fascination on uh, Twitter or sorry on Instagram and Facebook, and then animated podcast on Twitter and animatedpodcast.net 
Are you on threads? Oh, yes. Uh, just because to claim it before somebody else. <laughs> so, yes. Right also there as Animation Fascination. Very good. Frank, where can uh, people find you and me? Uh, you can find us at beerwithgeeks.com. Uh, thoughtbubbleaudio.com is our network where we have Beer with Geeks as well as uh, uh, Superman TV Talk. You can find me over there. Yeah, I wore my t-shirt to my... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I wore the t-shirt to the concert. Sue me. Yeah, we just yeah, finished yeah. our Superman and Lois uh, uh, season yeah, three uh, wrap-up, so check that out. Awesome. Uh, That's nice. Find me at the bug out over there. Yeah, sure, yes. <laughs> Tim is... Yeah. Yes. On the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> on the pitch. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, beerwithgeeks.com or you know anywhere anywhere that you can find your podcast, you'll find Beer with Geeks. So check that out. What about you, Mister Vactor? I am mainly at YouTube.com/slash Vactor. Uh, each week in the Vactorverse, I'm trying to have different, lovely comic book content creators like yourselves on to talk about their canon events of how they got into comic books and then each day i'm trying to do biographies on different comic book characters unless i'm not feeling good at that time i was sick for the last two weeks but i'm trying to um, put out as much comic book goodness as i can so youtube.com slash vactor for most of my content oh very good very good. Well, it was a pleasure to chat with all of you gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would love to uh, wrap up the season with all of you guys. I yes. uh, now that I feel like yes. we're in it now, so I feel yes. like we'll be back at the end. We'll be back to the end of the season, um, unless unless you don't want to be Mark, which is fine. Oh. You don't if you like us anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. So, well then, gentlemen. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>